0: Yeah, I got no problem singing Because He Lives and Victory in Jesus in the same uh, uh, s- uh, sermon and, and worship experience as Joy to the World and Silent Night. I, I'm, I'm, I'm good with that. Um, again, not a full-on message. I got to tell you, I am super, uber excited um, that all of you are here. And um, last night we had a much bigger crowd than I expected for, you know, eight degrees with a wind chill of uh, negative Jesus didn't like it. And, uh, you know, this morning I was like, well, everybody came last night. We knew a lot of people were going to do that. And then, you know, here you are. So this is pretty awesome. Just for for, for me, how many of you are here this morning but were not here last night? I think that number is going to be easier to grab. Yeah, about a dozen, all right? And everybody else, uh, thank you for coming out in this uh, two times. Merry Christmas. Um, He is Lord. He is risen. He is Emmanuel. God with us. Last night, we talked about joy. Joy. We talked about joy not being a chance, but a choice. We also talked about the choice of joy not being a a, a burden on us to constantly be joyful, but we talked through these four words rather quickly, uh, guilt, grace, uh, gratefulness, and then joy, and joy springs out of the well of our gratefulness. So the choice we have to make to be joyful goes all the way back to the simple hymn, count your blessings, name them one by one. Count your blessings, see what God has done, right? And and so we, we have to... Turn our minds, all right? And God tells us that the renewing of our minds. We have to reboot our spirits and we have to be grateful, all right? When we serve, we're not hopeful that somebody sees us, we're grateful that we're able to serve. When we give, we're not hopeful that God returns the blessing, but we're joyful knowing that He wants to, right? We're grateful that we have it to give. You can say, yeah, little buddy, all day long, all day long, all right? So today, the other thing that's been on my heart, especially in, in the world today, all right, I feel like our, our um, that which pours into us in the world today, all right, is, is very much a, a pull on our joy, Right? TV, social media, news reports, everything we read—it's just always negative, right? A, A pull on our joy, all right, and and we don't call it this, but the darkness is, in fact, all around us. All right, the darkness is, in fact, all around us, and I'm not doing anything that's new. I'm not doing anything that's overly holy today, I just want to talk through a few verses of scripture because I think that's key, right? And then I want to discuss light and darkness. And I hope that these conversations, my hope for the message is that these conversations can be had as you look at the lights on your tree twinkle as you watch the light when the sun comes over the, the hills in the morning, as you turn on your headlights when you're traveling and being very, very careful, going to and from friends and family, that you just have to say, hey, I wanna talk about what Craig said this morning about light and darkness. But, but first, let's, let's read a, a few verses, all right? This one is from, uh, that's old Come Let Us Adore Him, so I don't know if this is gonna, Be able to, and I'll just read them if we can. Oh, I I went to you. That's no good. They went away. There it is. Thank you. You have them. I do not. All right. So listen, here's the first one. When Jesus spoke again, the people, to the people, he said, I am the light of the world. I am the light of the world. Of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Now let's read the next one. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. All right. And then I think there's another one or two, maybe. Yep. Nope, maybe not. Maybe not. I apologize, folks, technical difficulties. We can do it with those two. We can do it with those two, all right? That's fine. Give me me the two we just had, and that'll be absolutely awesome, all right? And the one right before that, Greg. Jesus spoke again. He said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will, oh, now I got it. (laughs) ha, ha, ha. Now I got it. P-fixes everything, all right? All right? P-fixes everything, all right. I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness because we'll have the light of life. So when we think about light and darkness in this case, we must think about Jesus. So every time I mention light from now on, I'm talking about light that shines, but you have to understand that that is, in the context, Jesus, okay? And the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it, all right? There is never a time. There is never a time in our world here, right here, all right, where you walk into a room, right, turn on a light, right, and the light comes on, and then it goes out, and it just stops. It, does, it doesn't happen that way. When you flip the light switch on, The darkness is gone. It cannot understand it, cannot comprehend it, cannot overcome it. There is never a time when you flip the light on that that the light doesn't overcome the darkness, okay? Now, you take a light, remember Jesus says, hide it under a bushel, no, right? We don't wanna do that. When you take a light and you, if we were to stick the light, let's say in one of these boxes, turn the light on and stick it in the box. Inside the box, what would there be? But outside the box, what would there be? So the light can be contained. It cannot be defeated, okay? Darkness is, by definition, the what? Absence of light. So what's going on in the world? Pretty simple. Pretty simple, right? The absence of light. I wish there was more to it, but there's not. What's going on in a dark world? The absence of light. But Jesus said, I have come. He did come. We're celebrating his birth today. So has he left Is it impossible for him to be in our hearts? Is it impossible for him to be in our lives? Is he gone? He is not. So what has to be occurring? There there, there isn't any other alternative. The light's on, but it has to be what? In a box, in a bowl, under a bushel. Why do we do this? Johnny Ray says sin. Maybe. Maybe. I can list hundreds of reasons. But the most recent, predominant reason is this I don't want to cause any issues. I don't want to ruffle any feathers. I don't want to upset anyone. Here's the problem. You're looking at it as if there is a problem here and a solution here, but if you give the solution, the problem won't like it. Jesus told you they wouldn't like it. In fact, he said, if you turn the light on, the darkness won't understand it, can't comprehend it, but it will not be able to overcome it. Turn on the light and do not be afraid. Yes, the light exposes everything that's in the darkness. I am sorry, there is no other way. Whatever is there will be exposed. Why did you expose me? Do you hate me? Do you? No, I don't hate you. I don't want you living in darkness because that's not living. There's nothing to see. There's nothing to know. There's nothing to learn. And everything that is bad that the darkness will expose, you could avoid if you could see. Well, do you know what we have, church? We have a church full of people who expect people in darkness to be able to see. Think about what I just said. We have an expectation of people who are in the dark that they should understand or comprehend or see the things that people in the light see. It's one of the biggest troubles the church, the problems the church has. We, we we expect sinners to act like saints. They're not saints, they're sinners. They haven't been saved by the grace of God. They don't have the power of God to overcome sin in their life. That's what light does to darkness. It shows them, here's all the issues. And what we've learned to do is say, oh, I will not expose your issues. It will embarrass you. It will hurt you. No, it'll do worse than that. It'll kill them and you're letting it happen. Shine light. Nobody said shine judgment. Nobody said shine pride. Nobody said shine condemnation. But think about it because you know, when you shine the light, sometimes people say, why are you what? Judging me, why are you what? Condemning me. Listen to me. They can't comprehend it. It doesn't make you judgmental because they say you are. Our are are, our. I made it two syllables. I've been in Kentucky too long. Wait, I've been in Kentucky for almost ever. Do, do, Do you understand? It was a slow process for us to get from being able to share the word of God to sharing the word of God so that it didn't hurt anyone's feelings, to sharing the word of God so that people could understand it but water it down so that they could get it, to sharing the word of God so that it made other people happy, to sharing the word of God so that everybody got what they wanted and pretty soon you're no longer sharing the word of God. You know what some of us are doing? We're running into a dark place with a bucket of water. (laughs) You don't need need water in darkness, you need water in a fire. You need light in the darkness, right? Or we're, we're running to a grease fire with water and we should have taken flour. Shine light. If you do this, yes, it might show things. Yes. It might reveal things, but yes, it will heal things. I am the light of the world. There is a reason I asked you not to cover me, put me in a box or hide me. The minute that you do, you use your will, your way, your knowledge, your know-how to try to take care of problems that you are unable to. This is the world we live in. A world where good people try good things to fix other good people. That doesn't work. All are sinners. All need a savior. Shine light. Physical light. Emotional light. Craig, what do you mean by that? Listen to me. I'm gonna help you with... One question. Do you know anybody who has emotional darkness? Shine emotional light. Spiritual light. Same question. Do you know anyone who has spiritual darkness? Shine spiritual light. Well, Craig, what is that? I am the light of the world. I am the light of, I have come that you might have life. Yes, shine, Jesus. What does that look like? I don't know. You see, tonight, I'm not going to be where Johnny Ray will be. Johnny Ray has to get with Jesus, know Jesus, comprehend Jesus, understand Jesus. And he will give Johnny Ray what Johnny Ray needs for the place he will be sent. I'm not going to be where John and Hannah are later today. At least I don't think so. And there may be a place where the light has got to shine. And you don't get to go, hey, Craig will be here in a minute. Not that I would get it right. You have to shine The light of Jesus. Well, that means I have to study. (laughs) That means I need to read. (laughs) That means I need to spend time understanding Jesus. (laughs) Bingo. From a Christmas movie. Bingo. (laughs) Vacation. Shine. Light. People around you need physical light. People around you need emotional light. People around you need spiritual light. I promise you, if he be lifted up, he will draw all men to himself like a snake in the desert, cured everyone from the bite of a snake. So Jesus does the same if he's lifted up. He can cure anyone who asks from the bite of the serpent. It's not a question of can he. It's not a question of will he. It's a question of as the light shines in. Will you accept it? I have been pouring over joy and light because I am powerfully powerfully passionate in this time that believers must be filled with joy and overflowing with light. Chew on it. Dwell on it. Be it. Here is Jesus. Let it flow. Let it overflow. Be a beacon of light in a dark world. All right? Now, one of the things that we do if we need a light is a light needs a battery, right? If you don't have a battery, we gotta go old school and we gotta plug something in, right? What we're getting ready to do and I love that God laid this on my heart just now. What we're getting ready to do is plug in. Okay? So at least for in the next little bit, if you plug in, there'll be something about your countenance, something about your spirit, something about your connection with God that will be um, richer, more, more full. We're, we're going we're to share as a family before we leave in communion. And we're going to remember. We're going to do exactly what he asked us to do. We're going to remember who we are and who he is. We're going to do what we did last time. We're going to look backwards where we've come from. We're going to look forwards where he wants us to be. We're going to look upwards into all that he's done for us. And we're going to look inward into what he can do in us. Okay? Preston's going to play. We're going to pray, and then alone as a family, the altar is open. The cups are there for all of you, all of you who have asked Jesus into your heart and have a relationship with him. Communion is open. Let me say it one more time because it's not mean, it's right. There is no reason to take the cup if you don't know who he is. It's not like we're being mean. Hey, no, you can't. You're not baptized. That's not what I'm saying. Saying you can't remember something that hasn't happened to you. Okay? If you know Jesus, you are welcome to the bread. You are welcome to the cup. This is my body broken for you, this is my blood spilt for you. When you do this, remember me. When you do this, remember me. Plug in. Light will come. Light will come. All right? Let me pray for us. And then for the next few minutes, it's your time. Plug in. God, I pray that we ponder the light today. I pray that we talk to one another about light and darkness today. I pray that we talk about how we can comprehend what the light in our lives can do for this world. I pray that we don't set such high expectations for ourselves that we feel like we fail, but I pray that we don't set such low expectations that we don't understand that there's nothing we can't do through you. We can do your will. And God, your word says that this baby came for for all. And the darkness is thick in some places. We just need to turn on the light. So God, as we plug in, as we connect, as we remember this Christmas, unto you is born this day in the city of David, a Savior, one who saves Unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior. And his name is Christ the Lord. And that baby, those little arms, those little fingers would one day fight the greatest battle of all time. Those little hands would take a swing at sin and another swing at death. And he would defeat them both for you. Holy Spirit, help us understand, help us comprehend, help us see, and then help us be the light. Let's plug in. just a minute, we're going to sing a very simple song, same one we sang last night, together. I, w- I would say we're going to sing it through once or twice, but I honestly have no idea how many times we're going to sing it through, but we're going to sing it together. We're going to know that we're together. We're going to end our meal our family meal together, focusing on the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, and the light of the world. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. If you can, would you stand? Let's sing. Church, Merry Christmas, live the light, be the light, plug in, enjoy your family, the good and the bad, enjoy the holidays, the good and the bad, enjoy the moment, the joy and the pain for some, grieving, hurting, others, new life, new hope, enjoy enjoy all of it like a buffet that God has for you. Time to laugh, time to cry, right? You are loved. You will be missed as we don't have small groups or our midweek activities. May the Lord bless you and keep you. Lift his countenance on you. May you go in his peace.